Welcome to Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Florida Panhandle area. Stay safe, guys. I'm your host, Dan Rochester, and I'm joined, as always, with Ross Bowling. Hello. What's up, man? I just woke up. You did? Like 10 minutes ago, literally. Yeah. Very late. Fresh off that NyQuil high. Holy shit. Yeah. I just Drinking slept for like 11 Cizero. hours, which is... uh. I'm ready to talk about sports now, though. You had some purple drink last night? You have a problem? I might. I am I might pimp-see my way out of this fucking world. Not really. I'll Jeez. be fine. And that other voice, of course, is Dylan Shivery. Well, I haven't spoken yet, but uh, here's the first time hearing it. What's up, guys? I thought you said something. That's how you get introduced. If you choose not to speak before, that's up to you. But that is how he introduces you. Fair enough. It's the only thing he knows to say. Yeah, I'm shout, just used to you. Shouts like, to the Florida Panhandle, in. though. Yeah, they're getting apparently the biggest storm to hit landfall since like 1992. I think yeah, Hurricane Andrew, Hurricane so, Michael. Um, so Hurricane Michael just fucking shit up. I watched the news for like 20 minutes yesterday for the first time in months, and because uh, I've been trying to avoid all of the horrible things that are constantly on the news, and I walked into my house and the news was on, and it was just footage of this thing. Rocking Florida, 155 mile an hour winds. It looked like it was shit out of the movie Twister. It was crazy. I saw a high school basketball, what I guess it's not a stadium, but a high school basketball gym, with the whole fucking front and back were ripped off, and somebody flew a drone in, and was just like getting cool footage of how flooded it was. Someone's risking their drone mid hurricane. There's like. An outrageous amount of people still in the state of Florida filming everything. Oh, well, yeah. We we kind of just like hunkered that's, down. That's what Florida people do, man. I mean, as, not, as a, not even just like... As a former Floridian. Not even just like the crazy Floridians who are like, I'm not leaving. I mean like the newscasters and shit. There's just way too many of them and they're everywhere. They're like, all right, now to Dan over in the fucking 7-Eleven. And it's, it's, there's another guy over there. And they there. always get the power stance going. Yeah. Like... The swift wind is going to knock them over yeah, but if this they is, don't this shit take a like, wide stance. Everybody needs to leave. Like a cow flies by in the background. What the fuck? But yeah, shouts to Florida. You usually have to like load up on bread and milk beforehand. Hold it and down. And sandbags. Peanut butter, jelly, bread, milk, and Cheetos. That's how you survive. Mm-hmm. Hurricane parties. Party a lot of, water lot of liquor. Point. A lot of liquor. You don't need water. You get the water from the jelly. <laughs> That's the answer. But yeah, obviously, it's a place that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, went to spring break at Panama City a few times, and of course many you good went memories. To in you went too. to college in the <laughs> state, Dan. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying the Panhandle. It's it's a, it's a large state, Ross. Yeah, but that's not how it works. You just shout, you just shout out the state, though. I I'll, to, I'll shout the entire. I went state. to spring break down there a few times. Up there, because I, I was going from Up Orlando. There, yeah. Whatever. So, shouts to the Panhandle. Uh, let's get into it. The NFL. Drew Brees, Monday night. Uh, let me turn off that Slack notification. No worries. Happens to all of us. Yeah. Uh, so Drew Brees is now the all-time leading passer in NFL history. He now has 72,103 yards and uh, currently sitting on 499 touchdowns. Yeah, he's, so he's going to get into the 500 club. Yeah. Which that's, is that's what? Him, Brady, Favre. Manning. And Manning. Yeah. Past Manning, obviously. Manning made one of his... Uh, his videos to congratulate Drew Brees. What was he making in he the was, video? He was cutting tomatoes. Yeah, but for something I can't remember what. Uh, Peyton for, Manning, still funny for chopped salad. I believe, yeah, for yeah, chopped salad, still funny, still a funny guy. That was good. I like the way he did that. But uh, Drew Brees just tearing it up. Seventy-eight uh, percent of his passes are being completed right now, which is a career high. In I don't even know what year this is for him. That seems so very forever. good. That performance uh, was absurd. Has 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions, obviously in the midst of the MVP conversation with Mahomes. Guys know that when they're about to break a record, they want to come out and put a show on, right? Uh, or if they're on their way out. Like, think about Kobe Bryant's last NBA basketball game. That was the best example of it that we'll ever have. He put up like 50 points. It's just, he shouldn't have been able to do that. Breeze has been playing for so long, and if you watched the game on Monday night, nothing about his game has changed really i mean like there's some truthers out there saying that it was uh because the receivers were wide open let's go ahead and call off the dogs and ruin the season just so breeze can have his moment yeah i don't think so the yeah, dudes in the nfl tend to not be very nice shout to my boy traquan smith though ucf rookie uh caught his first career touchdown that ball is now going to the hall of fame he doesn't get to keep it that's pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah that was fun to watch man i mean 
You know, it's not like he was going for like five yard chunks of the to get to the record or whatever. He was just bombing it downfield, and apparently the Redskins DBs aren't very good. Which is no, they're they're, they're a better secondary than you think. Um, then, so then they made it my, very well. May have been given a little bit of extra cushion or something because that was people were wide the fuck open. Now that he's starting to put up these these numbers, obviously, or he has been for a while, but now that he's actually number one in all-time passing yards, and he'll eventually probably pass Peyton if he's still slinging it for the next few years in touchdowns. Where do you rank Drew Brees in your all-time like quarterback conversation? You want to you take that? He's between 5 and 10 for me, probably. He's got that one Super Bowl. He's got one Super Bowl. Uh, but he's... I mean, despite the one Super Bowl, he's never struck me as like a... Like a clutch, really like a winning quarterback. He's always been on good teams, but you never see him just rip rip someone's heart out. You the know? team that drafted him gave up on him. Yeah, that's the true. Chargers just were like, nah. You well, got, you to guys be fair, he had some serious shoulder issues back then, so that would, that had a lot to do with it. It wasn't like he was not a good quarterback because he was with San His Diego. first three years, he kind of struggled, and then he kind of turned it around. I believe the uh, last he's two. between five and ten. Okay, I think. And yeah. uh, just yeah. for uh, some perspective, like. Guys that are currently in the league for uh, all-time passing yards and just where the game's going right now, Eli is sixth all-time in passing yards. See that—that's what makes this really difficult to judge. Longevity, you got—you got to weigh that into it. Philip Rivers eighth. Not even that. It's not just the longevity. It's the way the game has changed. Like dudes just didn't used to have to throw the ball that much. That's true. Matt so Ryan's passing fifteenth right now all-time. Right. And he's what, like 33? That being said, we can only judge these dudes against the stats we have. So it's really, I, I'm with you. I think it's somewhere between 5 and 10. Drew Brees is currently 6th all-time in 4th quarter comebacks behind only Peyton, Brady, Johnny Unitas, Dan Marino, and Elway. Yeah, so I think that puts you squarely in the 5 to 10 yeah. range. Yeah, he, he's, he's obviously a Hall of Fame, very, very, very good quarterback. And on top of that, very good dude. And he's not a weirdo either, like Brady. He's just a normal family fucking guy. Brady's so fucking weird. Brady's so fucking weird. Uh, not that Brady isn't a family guy too. He is. His family's just a bunch of robots. Breeze has a nor- normal family. <laughs> Did he just get no offers in Texas? Is that why he went to Purdue? Well, the dude's 5'11". Uh, that's true. Yeah, he's not very tall. He wasn't uh, 5'10". At, at the, during the game, they were like, he is not a fucking centimeter taller than 5'10". Really? Yeah. Which is funny. He won a state championship at Westlake. I mean, Westlake puts out fucking quarterbacks. He's definitely a number one Westlake quarterback of all time, followed by Nick Foles. Sure. Westlake is a high school well, in Austin, obviously. Texas that's very close by to where we uh, have worked. The Drew was a senior when I was in eighth grade, and I went to all 16 games that season. Not 1998? And they won seven? all 16 of them. What was that like? Uh, Drew was very good. Was he, just, was he like, the, okay, because you know how some guys... Obviously, Drew Brees was probably an arm and a leg above everyone else on the field. Yeah, but, you know, he wasn't a giant dude. He had a, a very good receiver, and they had sort of like an advanced offense at the time. They moved him a lot, uh-huh. uh, much more advanced than most of the teams they played. But they were they were powerhouse. It was the first state championship they had. So 97, I think, was And the I year. think like his junior year, they went undefeated, and he got hurt in the playoffs, and they lost. But so he never lost a game that he started in high school. Rich I, kids can as you always might imagine, afford. He was good in high school. The uh, what what did you just say before that? Oh fuck, forget it. Shit, the weed's getting to you, man. That syrup. I'm I'm done. Polluting your mind right now, Ross. Yeah. But uh, Mike, I have a question for you. Would people go out of their way to go like if they had no connection to Westlake, still go watch a Drew Brees Westlake game? Because my grandfather would just go to Kobe Bryant, like every Kobe Bryant game. Yeah. No, no, Drew really, he, best I remember, like, he was very good, but it wasn't ever like, oh, you got to go see this guy. Like, I mean, no, he didn't have the big buzz. None none of the Texas schools recruited him. My grandfather went to more Kobe games than Or at least I know UT didn't. Like, Kobe Bryant? Yeah. Uh, That was a good choice by your grandfather. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into the NFL this week, though. Uh, Eagles at the Giants tonight. Giants are getting three. The over-under is 44 and a half. My entire division is trash. I, I, you can probably agree, Dylan. Yeah. This this stinks. This this game's going to stink. Giants yes. on primetime again. They never deliver. So take take the Eagles. Yeah, here you have to take the Eagles. Because the Giants are just a flaming dumpster. Look, the reason for I'll, this I'll line. I'll take the Giants plus three at home. 
Fuck the, it. The reason for this line is the uh, regression of the Eagles, like the post-Super Bowl hangover, whatever the fuck. It's just, you know. But at just, some point, they're going to snap out of it. We're knock, yeah, we're knocking off some rust. Our, our secondary is really bad. But the like all these people that are coming after Carson Wentz, it's like it's not his fault. Wait, has Wentz had two games back or one? Two. Uh, he has had three. Three. Yeah. What? No. Two. 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 Well, he's put up five touchdowns. He's Six. only thrown one pick. And he's... Uh, are you sure? Four. I, I think it's three. He's played three games. I think it's two. But... Um, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I, five. N- nobody should be blaming this man. Nobody should be calling for him to, like, maybe... I haven't sit watched the him pine. play. Like what's he's looked perfectly fine. Yeah, he's completing like sixty eight percent of his passes. He's looking good. It's just our defense isn't very good or what? Uh, we have no weapons like in the backfield. We have no running backs. Like our, we're, I think we're starting Corey Clement tonight. Well, so for all, all you guys Giants. that are asking for like what running back should I pick up in fantasy? I guess pick up Corey Clement because he's going to start. And uh, Smallwood's not very good. Smallwood stinks. He caught a touchdown last week. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a touchdown. Oh, the one where he didn't. Where he, he d- does not complete the process of a catch. I still don't understand. I thought you what don't have to do that anymore, though. Is that is that the case? I don't. I, I don't really know. don't. Nobody I, knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And uh, frankly, I enjoy it that way. I mean, I think the Eagles are still going to turn it around. The Giants I think the winner are not good. Is like nine and seven, ten and six. So it's not like I we think have the to Giants be that been, good. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the Giants have been playing up, and y'all have been. The Eagles have been playing down. But I think this game will probably be the one where we see everybody meet in the middle. And uh, I expect the Eagles to win by at least six. Nah. I got Giants plus three yeah. at home. You're betting on Eli Manning, though. That's the that's the painful part. Yeah. You have to hold your breath the whole game. Because one dipshit Eli moment, and you don't cover. It's all right. Which, feel good about it. There's going to be a lot of Penn State fans that are torn tonight that are big-time Eagle fans, but also big-time Saquon Barkley fans. And just watching him like just run all over us is going to be devastating. He, I, I look when you well, watch actually, when you've watched the Giants, you can see that he's obviously an enormous talent. He's catching and, a lot uh, of passes out of the backfield. Yes, he's very, very, very quick. He's great at finding the open spots. But the Giants aren't haven't been good enough to get him. Well, their line is atrocious. They kind of shine that he will eventually get. Yeah, I, what I'm saying is he has not been able to be much of a difference maker so far. When I'm watch when I've watched the Giants anyway, because he gets fucking stuffed. There's just their line isn't very good. Last week against the Panthers, they they put up 30 points for the first time in I don't know since like the Giants became a franchise or something. Yeah, and they still lost to Carolina on a <laughs> what like a 63 yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Graham Gano, <laughs> what a fucking kick in the dick that was for the Giants. Mm-hmm. So I think they're completely deflated. I think the NFL's tough. Like it's a tough place Odell's to win, man. bitching. Or he, he's just doing his thing where he's just kind of like talking about how things need to change. Giants are a mess. I'll, I'll say this. Eli has looked very good at times this year, which is confusing considering. But uh, You're talking about the guy who's sixth all-time in passing yards, Ross. Yeah, yeah no. but Future Hall of Famer. Look, man. Eli man. <laughs> out of the last five years, Eli's had like two good ones and three really bad ones. Like he's had really bad moments and bad years and looked like shit for extended periods of time. I still can't bet against the def- the defending uh, Super Bowl champion Eagles. I think we turn it around. With I a three-point spread against the fucking I think guys. we went pretty convincingly tonight. Uh, then we got this weekend... Biggest game of the weekend, probably. Chiefs at Patriots. Patriots are laying three and a half. The over-under is 60. What are oh your thoughts? Um, okay. Patriots minus three and a half. They're at home. In New England. They've been rolling. I'm with you, though. Dylan's making a confused face. Like, if it was uh, minus three, they would confusion. say both of these teams are at least even. But I think the, the three and a half is, sh- is saying that. Chiefs went outright. People think the Patriots are a better team here. This is a very easy bet for me. It's just Chiefs plus three and a half. And yeah. I, I, it's still I think they look, went outright. Yeah, you, you very well could. I just think that it, you don't, you can't bet against that team right now. That would be silly. Uh, if you're being given points, that's that would this be silly. This is the Sunday night game, by the way. And mm-hmm. I'm still convinced the Pats are not as good as they've looked the last couple weeks. I think they're as good as they looked the first couple weeks. Nope. That's completely wrong. Patriots I know. have all their weapons It's back. called wishful thinking. Just leave me alone. I think the Patriots roll. God. Roll? I think the Patriots roll. This is where the Chiefs train comes to an end. It doesn't end, but they lose. Yeah, they're gonna. They're not going undefeated this okay, year. Okay, what I mean by come to an end is the second that the Pats beat the pants off you when you thought you were good, 
for a season, the train comes to a stop. <laughs> like you realize, oh, we're still not going to win the Super Bowl. And that's, 60 is a pretty large number for an NFL game, but I think the over hits. I think this is like a 34-31 game. Oh, or actually, that no, that, that, would not, that would not be rolling. That would not cover. Let's say 38-31 Patriots. I'm not touching that shit. Just taking the Chiefs. Okay. We got the uh, Steelers at the Bengals. A surprising Bengals team. Uh, Bengals are laying two and a half. These teams hate each other. The over-under is 53. Yeah, underrated hatred between It's like the two. concussion game last year. Remember that yeah. one? Everyone People was were just, just going knocking, at each other's heads. Knocking each other out. It was actually pretty ugly the way that it, that game turned out to be yeah it got it got to be got like violent. disturbing rather yeah, than it was cool. disturbing it's like ooh, i don't really know if i want to watch this shit but is that the, the game line? where uh what's his face got paralyzed uh Sh- shazir shabir shabir shazir ryan shazir ryan shazir no um, it's not put some respect on that man's name this is the one where um uh juju took out perfect Oh yeah, I think uh, Antonio Brown got took a violent headshot while catching a touchdown, and there's another one too. I think it was just an ugly game. People were getting picked off and uh, unnecessary roughness penalties all over the fucking place. Yeah. Okay, he Juju did get Smith hurt. Schuster knocked out perfect and like stood over him, and I think he was out for the season or some shit like that. Juju, everybody forgave him though because his name's Juju. Yeah, he's good. I got to take the Steelers um, just because I know the Bengals really well. And, uh, yeah, they'll look good sometimes. Maybe even catch a little stride for a few games. But they're the fucking Bengals. They've had the same coach for 45 years. And they're just, the franchise is trash. I'm with you. I got Pittsburgh. You get two and a half points. It's probably closer to a pick if you ask me. So we're all on Pittsburgh. And keep in mind, I struck out Andy Dalton as a child. I mean... Yeah, your mom is not impressed. However, does anybody have like a more really secure not. job in America than Marvin Lewis? What is that? What What is the refusal to try someone else? I don't know. It's not like they're winning the division every season and like making playoff runs. No, no, it's not the case. It's mostly mediocrity, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we're happy with this. Marvin's a good guy. Keep we're, throwing him another contract." Uh, we're Cincinnati. Yeah, I, it was I, fine I, enough for Cincinnati. I guess I don't know. It's kind of strange. They have uh, one of the more interesting front offices in the NFL. Just keep Marvin Lewis around, no matter what. Uh, we got the Chicago Bears at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are getting three and a half at home. The over-under is 41 and a half. Mitch Trubisky says he's going to rock the, the sleeve because he's a, a superstitious guy. The The same sleeve that he wore, I believe, when he threw six touchdowns. So uh, I'm having a really hard time figuring out what to make of the Dolphins. Uh, we've seen some weeks where they look like, oh, shit, are the Dolphins good? And we've been uh, let down a couple times, too. So, I don't know. I, I don't think know. that's just, like, the majority of the NFL. I'm speaking gambling specifically. Yeah. Well, it's hard It's hard to gamble on the NFL because every team can, like, obviously the Bills yeah, can just he, roll out a no, win against Tennessee. Huge ups and downs, for sure. Um, I, I just don't know what to make of the Dolphins as a team. It makes, it makes it really tough for me to bet on this what one. What do you make of the Bears? Great defense. Still don't know what I get out of Mitch. I think I take the Bears. Mitch is pretty inconsistent. If you're making no f- me making me pick this game, Bears minus three and a half. I have no feel at all for this game. Having said that, I got Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Dolphins and the points. Home dog. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars at Dylan's Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys getting three and a half at home. The over-under is 40 and a half. How are we feeling, Dylan Micah? Ugh, I mean, I don't know. We don't boys and everything, but... <laughs> but I don't know. This this Dallas team just does nothing for me. I'm kind of apathetic toward I, them. I don't right think now. the Jags are po- are capable of blowing anyone out. Uh, so three and a, that half point looms very large here. I agree with that. Are but you, uh, the Cowboys suck. We're trash. Yeah, it's not a good team. Also agree with that. We're garbage. And uh, Jags aren't that good either. Though the Jags, the Fournette's Jags defense out. is very good. Corey Grant, I believe, is done for the season. Their defense is good. You're right. That's what scares me about this the spread is is normally I just ride with that, Micah. Both defenses are good. What's the over under? Forty and a half. That's Forty and a half. Quite low. low. I mean no I, faith I in could Bortles. see this being I mean, didn't, didn't Jacksonville lose a nine to six game to Tennessee two weeks ago or three weeks ago? I mean something like this could like be that. a nineteen to twelve game pretty easily, I think. I don't know. We we suck. Just so much slop on the field. Yeah, it's it won't a, I I can make trash. one prediction for sure. It won't be fun to watch. <laughs> Especially if you like offense, because the Cowboys don't have any. But that's why gambling exists. I mean, this this seems like a ten to six game, and in that case, Jaguars cover. 10 to I don't six. know. I mean, 
Maybe the under is the play here. I wouldn't take the over. I'm going to go Jags. Uh, I think last weekend was the backbreaker for the Cowboys. I don't see anything good happening for these guys the rest of the season. Let's just and fucking take it. pack it in. Why not, dude? Let's just plan for the draft. Christ, you got to get rid of that coach. You gotta he's fuck. He's garbage. Got to get Dick that, Jerry out of the GMC. That fourth and one punt call late in the fourth. In overtime, I mean. I mean, oh, we appreciate Jesus. it. Like, we needed that. But thank you. Fucking idiot. Uh, but Jason Garrett, same as Bill O'Brien. The, both them dudes are idiots. Before we get into college football, let's get a word from our sponsor. Indochino, the custom menswear and made-to-measure suit company that has made every guy look better and feel more confident when they put on their Indochino suit. Made-to-measure. This week, our listeners can get a premium Indochino suit for $359 at Indochino.com when entering backdoor checkout. These are tight because they're like they're basically tailor-made for you. They're, right. I mean, because they have your exact measurements. They're, they're not made boxy. to fit you. And it, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, if you've never had a suit that was tailored to you, um, they're very, very expensive. Yeah. And uh, $359 for a, a made-to-wear suit, suit yeah. is, is a great, suit. great, great deal. And these are incredible suits. It's 50% off their go regular customer, price. Go customer, don't go at all. Broke yeah. boys. I mean, like, even if you're thinking, oh, $359, that sounds like a lot, which it isn't. But if you think it is, like, try, if you go to a, uh, a place at the mall that we're not going to name, and you go buy a $300 suit, it's going to cost $120 tailor anyway. Right. See, you're, there is no, this, you're not beating this deal. And th- these are quality stuff made exactly to your specifications. Indochino. So, yeah, get a suit, get a pair of the chinos that are made to measure as well. And just you know, it's good. almost that wedding season. It is, it is wedding season. You got to have a suit on standby for for stuff. You have to for all stuff. Important events, weddings, funerals, interviews. You got to have you got to have a suit. Yeah, gotta look good. On to college football. Uh, Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald is back in the news with another soundbite. You'll remember a few weeks back he called the uh, RPO the purest form of communism. Oh yeah, that was this guy. Same guy. Uh, yesterday, he warned other coaches to stop being creepy when it comes to recruiting. Okay. He said, I think there's a fine line between wrong, building a genuine relationship and being a creepy adult. It feels like he's just talking to Harbaugh Yeah, he's here. calling out Harbaugh and having slumber parties with recruits and shit. He said, if you text these kids, good morning, have a great lunch, and good night, sunshine, then you have a problem, man. That's my humble opinion. I got to agree with Fitzy, but you also got to do what you got to do. In the college football recruiting game, there are no... Yeah, if you got to sleep over at a kicker's house, you got to yeah. sleep over at a kicker's house. He sounds you're like sh- someone who just lost a big recruit to someone else. Right, exactly. To a rival. Yeah, st- if you Sour gotta, grapes a little bit. I mean, it's Northwestern. Not, but you're right. He's not wrong. It, the shit does get creepy. It is, but yeah, that's the game, though. Who's Northwestern competing against, though, when it comes to recruits? Like, they're going after the same kids Vandy's going after? Or, like, these, like, kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Ed- it's a special educational kind of guy school? Who's a, yeah, yeah, who commit to a school Stanford. like that. Uh, sure. he, he's just talking like a guy who can't land, you know, blue chip recruits because he can't. He doesn't have his academic restrictions. He doesn't have the ability to turn the clock back to when he was like twelve and had just have a sleepover in a treehouse. Can't do it. Harbaugh has that ability. I kind of like this guy though. No, he's good for a quote. That's that's a good quote. He's a good coach. If you're too. texting these kids, good morning, have a great lunch and a good night, sunshine. Yeah, that's not a good text. For a grown man to be sending a imagine if like a coach that was recruiting you was just blowing you up every day. Fuck, this coach is texting me again. Not saving again. He just told me he hopes I enjoy my lunch, and he called me sunshine. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go to school somewhere where that was the case. It's probably just like has he's like tapping your phones. It's like a selfie of him smiling. It's just fucking Harbaugh. I don't, oh yeah, that's that's freaky. <laughs> just sending snaps to you. Right? Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, Alabama is uh, bringing back Dixieland Delight. This weekend, what's against, that mean against Mizzou? The song, so they they play it every game. The whole crowd sings it. It's uh, it's actually one of the cooler things in, is, in college football. Now, what's is Dixie? I know what afternoon delight is, and that's when land delight. That's when you sleep with somebody in the middle of the day. After spending delight. my dollar. All right, you don't so why why did they go away Alabama to begin with? Because it has like racial no, undertones no, no, or what? No. They uh, the entire crowd when they would sing it in between ver- or uh, verses or whatever they just say fuck Auburn and LSU and they just go down this entire list. So like all the the Christian Alabama boosters did not appreciate the uh, profanity. So they're gonna try to bring it back without the oh, the crowds say, saying fuck Auburn. 
Wait, you serious? It wasn't even like a racist thing that they made it no, take it away? No, it wasn't like an old Miss situation. It, oh my god! You've heard the song from Alabama, right? Dixieland Delight. It's 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 oh no, it I'm, goes. I'm very very familiar with the song. I was a I was in a like a Southern fraternity. I, yeah, where I we have, fucking yeah. blasted this thing like for nonstop for five years. It's a terrible song. It's great. It song. goes spend my dollar. The crowd goes on beer. Barked in a holler neath the mountain moonlight. Roll tide. Hold her up tight against the wall. That's a little creepy. It's a little rapey. Okay. That's a little rapey. Make a little lovin' all night. A little turtle dovin' on the Mason-Dixon lime. Fuck Auburn. Fits my <laughs> life. And LSU. And oh so right. And Tennessee too. My Dixie. <laughs> I, guess, I gotta interject. That's a badass tradition. I gotta interject. I, I hope they bring it back at full full throat. I yeah. will be there to see it. Back to the rapey thing. When was the last time you guys watched Euro Trip? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I watched it the other it's been night. A minute. It was just late, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's put Euro Trip on." The Vander Sex or whatever. There are, I'm not kidding, like three or four like actual rape scenes in that movie. What? And it, I'm not kidding. They're, well, the they, guy, they, they, they like make a joke of it, but it's the, it's the, like the people are getting raped. The, 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 the like friend gets watch it, dude. Gets like a dildo shoved into him. Oh, uh, he gets held down, <laughs> and they have a dildo on like a little uh, like a drill it's a machine. Basically. So yeah. it's like it's like spinning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they hold him down and anally. Penetrate, him. yeah. And so, and the next morning, he's walking like all bow legged because he got raped the night before. Like, it's, I'm serious, it's fucking weird. I was uh, like, what's going on here? Also, the twins hook up with each other. Yeah, I know what I'm watching. But tonight. they're on that train, and then Fred Armisen's character, Fred Armisen's character, Armisen, Armisen, his character right. is, uh, well, he's like sexually assaulting that kid when yes. when it gets dark and they're in the tunnel. It's yes. fucking weird. Anyway. That's the hero. Well, that's the movie that also shows a thousand cocks on screen at once. Oh, that's another one. These they're like these naked men are running down these children on the beach and trying to like sexually assault them. Yeah, I saw that in theaters and I was like eating popcorn and then suddenly there was 300 dicks on screen just running and I mean like out of shape bad looking dicks. Yeah. Not pretty dicks. Rapey vibes throughout the The, the movie, movie starts with Matt Damon cucking Scotty. That's actually the best part of the whole film. <laughs> but yeah, that's not yeah, rape. Scotty I'm talking know. like actual right. sexual assault. You're right. right. That, yeah. that I'm just saying it's rape. all over the map. You know, you remember in 2005, just a, a few years ago, when Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, two big names in comedy, just made a, a movie where the whole thing was about uh, anal sex, avoiding anal sex from black men in, in prison, prison. Yeah, in prison. Uh, get hard. <laughs> I, they had a, a showing of that at South by Southwest where the director answered questions afterwards. Yeah. Uh, both Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart left during the movie so they wouldn't have to answer questions, I guess. And the first guy stood up and was like, isn't it kind of fucked up that your whole movie is just racist about gay sex with black men? About That's, prison rape? Yeah, you just made a whole a whole movie about that. That's the only joke. Yeah, if you go back to like <laughs> movies and... I mean, that's more the, the recent, war, but there's the, movies that are like early 2000s that it just doesn't hold up now. The, it's like well, they're dropping yeah. hard ass. Yeah, Eurotrip. <laughs> Eurotrip. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's fucking weird. The worst is uh, whenever you <clears throat> see Rocky, like Rocky. Rocky, like uh, Rocky definitely just rapes uh, Adrian at yeah. one point. Yeah. Like uh, date rape. It's it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's a hard rewatch. It's, it's a tough rewatch. <laughs> Shit, man. None of my favorite movies have rape in them. That you know of. How do we Maybe go you've from, blocked it out. Listen, I think the point here is Dixieland Delight, not the biggest issue that we should be focused on. Uh, Eurotrip is. Dixieland Delight's fine. I mean, it's the wall. Lots it's of rape. Like, that could mean anything. Could mean dancing. Man, that, that ruins the movie. For, I, I love that movie when I was a kid. They hold him down. Scotty and insert things into his butt. Fiona me, do it in my van every Sunday. Fuck, Dan, that song was made for you. It really was. I was like That's in seventh like, grade, dude. Yeah, I know, but you have the you have the exact vibe that they knew they were going to capture, like <laughs> when they hit that song. How'd well, they get Matt Damon to agree to, to do that fucking cameo? By the way, you know it's hard to say. It is. Uh, Tua has a sprained knee, so uh, Tua. things are looking up for you, Micah. He, their quarterback is injured, but he's, he apparently has taken every snap in practice, so I don't think he's going to be slowed down too much. What are you, uh, what's your confidence level going into this? A zero. It's, it's zero percent. <laughs> uh, I, I do think Missouri is a possible cover here. I will say that. 28 points. Numbers I've seen are 28 to 28 and a half. It started at 30, so uh, the Sharps are on Mizzou. Uh, we, we stink, and we make a lot of mistakes. There is a world where we play a perfect game with, with the first pick in the draft, and Drew Locke goes crazy, and they fumble a punt, 
and we don't make any mistakes where we keep this game close. And you lose by seven. But the chances of that happening are like less than 5%. And yeah, and, and in that scenario, we still lose by a touchdown. Best case scenario. <laughs> Best case scenario. Worst case, we're down 35 at half, and uh, I go drink whiskey somewhere in Tuscaloosa. So shouts to the people hey, you're gonna of Tuscaloosa. Have fun, though, man. We're going to have a great time. That is going to be really, really cool. Unfortunately, we're taking a bus from Tuscaloosa to Birmingham after the game. So, like, in the event that we just get blown out in the first half, I'm going to have to stay until the end of the game, and that's going to be painful. Ooh. But uh, go Tigers. CNT town. You big I'm, old I'm excited for you. You're going to have a fun little weekend there. Yeah, man. Come back in one piece. Don't say anything stupid to the Rednecks. Just let them be. Don't, yeah, Micah. Don't mock the people of Alabama. Tuscaloosa is a fun town. It's a really cool college town. Okay. You're going to enjoy yourself, Micah. Go to Galette's. Just come back. Can. For the love of God. Uh, number two, Georgia is going to Death Valley. Number 13, LSU. Getting eight points at home. The over-under is Big 50 and a half. Obviously, LSU coming off that loss to Florida last week at the Swamp. But I think LSU bounces back. And I think they have the defense and the goods, at least the players, to uh, keep this close. I think Georgia wins, but I think LSU keeps it close, covers the eight points. I'm very scared of this game and this line. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Baton Rouge uh, at night. Yeah, Therefore, I wouldn't touch this one if I was a betting man. If we're making picks on it, I'm going to take Georgia. But I'll take LSU. That's a lot of points at home. But I'm not betting on this shit. You can't bet on that game. It's a weird line. LSU's off of a massive letdown. And Georgia's number two in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got number seven, Washington. At number 17, Oregon. The Ducks are getting three at home. The over-under is 57 and a half. I love Oregon this week. Money line. Give me it. Money line? Money line. I think Oregon wins outright. I think uh, Justin Herbert is the real deal. I think Washington stinks. This week, man. I think Jake Browning's a fraud. And I think uh, Jim Levitt and boys on defense for Oregon got enough to, uh, to keep the running game in check. So I think Oregon wins outright. I'm just going to ride with you on this one, Dan. Don't know anything about either of these teams. His confidence is inspiring, so I'll take yes. Oregon, too. Yes. Nice. Uh, Jared's number 15, Wisconsin Badgers, traveling to Ann Arbor Go to the number 12, Michigan. Michigan's laying nine at home, so minus nine. Over-under is 49. I love Michigan. Michigan is going to roll. Really? Yes. Nine points? Nine Fuck. points. I think they're starting to click. I think Shea Patterson's finally... finally Finding something on offense. I got Wisconsin. That here, defense man. is legit as it comes on Michigan. I don't think. I don't think they beat Wisconsin by nine. I don't think Wisconsin can do anything against that defense. So I think Michigan can beat Wisconsin. This is going to be like a twenty-one. Uh, I don't know, ten game. I like the uh, amount of points Wisconsin's being given, so I'm going to take plus nine. Nice. Uh, number nineteen, Colorado Buffs are undefeated. Buffs. Going to USC. USC's actually given seven. Over-under is 57. No faith in the buffs. Vegas has no faith. Do we? I haven't watched them play. Are they like? Are they decent? I mean, before last week, uh, they have played absolutely nobody. They played, like I think, a teams with a combined one win. Uh, then they beat Arizona State last week, which is a solid win. Uh, USC... I don't think they have a very good defense. I think uh, Stevie Montez will be able to carve them up, and I think that they don't—they might not win this game, but they're going to keep it within a touchdown. Go Buffs! Mm, the go the buffs. line is weird, and it makes me want to pick USC. Yeah, I it's, don't know why. The line totally is a USC line. Like, I take the. You buffs. should gamble on USC, but I'm going to go with the Buffs. Mm, buffs plus seven. Uh, but yeah, I mean USC is obviously going to get better as the season progresses with a true freshman at quarterback. JT Daniels, he's, I mean, that there's that offense is going to get theirs, but I think their defense is kind of a joke. Then uh, last big game of the weekend, we got Michigan State at number eight, Penn State. Penn State's laying 14. The over-under over is uh, 52 and a half. I think Penn State plays the competition. I am going to go with Michigan State here to cover Penn State to win. Michigan State covers this. Yeah, plus 14. Always play, or, uh, play Penn State pretty tough. Then we have my reckless quick picks for the week. I got... Now they're reckless? They're, they're reckless. They've been redefined as reckless? Yeah, because I'm not doing so hot, but... <laughs> I th- love that. This first fucking uh, this first fucking pick's pretty reckless. You just added an adjective. Like, <laughs> Nebraska's going to get their first win? Nebraska, Moneyline, over Northwestern. That's just because you love Scott They're getting Frost. their first win. Scott Frost, uh, 
That line is fucking stupid. I think it's uh, Nebraska's getting four. Give me the money line. Give me Nebraska. Cornhuskers, let's go. Then we, okay. got, we got Baylor, plus 14 over Texas. Texas always shows up for big games. This is not a big game. Texas wins, but I think they win by 10, not 14. Iowa Bay- State, Baylor's plus six and a half over West Virginia. Never mind. Funny shit happens it's not worth it. at night no. in Ames. You don't want to play in Ames at night. So Iowa State might even win this game against West Virginia, but I'm going to take the six and a half. UVA, plus six and a half over Miami. You crazy, Dan. Navy, plus seven over Temple. And uh, this line stinks outright, but I'm still going to take it. I'm still going to be a sucker because I think Vegas is so wrong about my team. UCF, minus four and a half over Memphis. This line should be at least a touchdown, but... Hey, if you're gonna give me free money, I'll get. I'll take the free money. UCF wins, I think, by twenty. So, lock it up. It's Locktoberfest, and of course, you can find all these lines. <laughs> it's just Locktober. It's just Locktober at mybookie.ag. You can. Obviously, you can bet on the NFL, college football, the only live. online destination we trust to accept our wagers. Yes, they mybookie.ag in-game betting. They have. Fan, uh, you can bet on fantasy football. You can bet on everything. You can bet on the MLB. You can fire live bullets during games. Best player perks in the industry. If you want to bet on esports, if you want to bet on Game of Thrones season eight, you can bet on anything at mybookie.ag. And if you use the promo code backdoor, they double your deposit when you sign up. So you put in a hundred, you have two hundred. And this might not last thousand, much longer, right, Micah? That's Talk right. about it. It's about this time last year. We we've had mybookie as a sponsor now for three years, so they've been around a while. And uh, they've been great with us. And uh, this is about the time of year after about week four or five where that deposit bonus doesn't last. It's not 100% much longer. Right. I don't know this for a fact. They haven't told me this. I just know based on uh, past results. Now's the time if you want that 100% match. It's called urgency, people, and you need to have it. That's This is your call to urgency. Not Use to mention promo code backdoor. College football season's halfway over. Don't say shit like that. Plus, it's sad, but it's, it's halfway true. over. Uh, plus, if you follow me on Twitter, at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R, <laughs> you'll see my Power Plant Free Lock plug. of the Week tonight for Thursday Night Football, which you can use on mybookie.ag. It's part of Locktober. That's right. Mybookie.ag. Use the code backdoor so that you get that 100% deposit match bonus and get paid man i am super stoked to watch that game on my phone while i drive to arizona today <laughs> wait why are you going to arizona i got a wedding uh no. Dan's getting why married. are you driving is the real question uh waited too long on flights and god uh, damn it dan i figured i'd make a road trip out of it on the way back see some things so if you have any recommendations <laughs> i can't believe you're going to that way <laughs> for things uh between scottsdale and austin that i should check out on the way back there's, Feel free to hit me up. There's nothing between those two. There's literally, it's just acres. Yeah, but I want to see like of nothing. I want to see like na- like parks and stuff. Like I'm down to go to like Big Bend or uh, West that, Sands that, in New not, Mexico. It's not on the way. That's I'm not how it works. Big Bend is southwest. Nah, we'll, we'll make it in the just way. Just go out of your way, Dan. We'll go out of our way. If you need to see Big Bend, you go see Big Bend. Go see Big Bend. What about I heard White Sands is pretty dope in New Mexico. I've, I so I'm I know nothing about it. But is that a casino? No, it is, uh, I believe, a desert. There's this cool town you should visit. It's called Juarez, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff there. It's really safe. It, yeah. Just go walk <laughs> Everybody around. Everybody talks about how... Fun little shops. And it's all. like the safest tourist destination in the world right now. It's, it's definitely better to go to at night, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go yeah, at oh, night. It's so pretty. The lights. The lights are beautiful. Oh, my God. The lights, dude. Get hammered first. Yeah. Get yes, your face yes, first. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, turn off your cell phone so nobody knows where you are. Everyone's real friendly, so just go up and talk to just people. disconnect from society and enter war. Definitely don't, don't carry a piece, Dan, right? don't do anything no, we just said. No, it's like uh, you're not allowed to carry weapons, so don't bring a gun it's, or anything for protection. You don't need that shit anyway. Syria is safer than war is, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's factually accurate. Yeah, just for the record, don't go to war as if you're <laughs> listening. Uh, you'll die. Yeah, it's a... Uh, cartels have uh, taken control it's, of war. Yeah, it's, just don't go to the Texas-Mexico border, period. Really, yeah. just stay away. Unless you're trying to get involved with the cartel, I don't know. And yeah, maybe if you're trying to actually go live that life, then then that's the place to go. Maybe only live that, that like behavior. Tom Cruise life in uh, American Made. Yeah, that's that's at least he was somehow tied up with the U.S. government. Government. government or just man, uh, uh, took my Johnny land. Depp and blow. Yeah, just be the gringo. Yeah, sure. That's not going to work though. You're just going to get your head chopped off. They don't need gringos anymore. They just they got enough going on for themselves. That's fair. 
Everyone knows you're a drug dealer, Georgie. <laughs> that was good, Dan. <laughs> it wasn't bad. You think they don't know? <laughs> Great movie. Uh, on to the MLB. We got four teams left. Astros, Red Sox. Astros are actually... This is, all right, this is what I found weird on mybookie.ag. Uh, not to throw shade at our sponsor, but the Astros are minus 140 to win the series, but they have the Red Sox are the favorite to win the World Series. Or no, no, I'm sorry, I fucked that up. The Astros are minus 140 to beat the Red Sox, but the Red Sox are the favorite at plus 200 to win the World Series. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not a moron, that we're not both morons. Right, the Red, so the Red Sox are plus money in this series, but they are they have the best odds at plus 200 to win Maybe the World Series. Maybe they think... The, the bookmakers think that Red Sox have a better chance of beating the National League opponent if they were to get past the Astros than the Astros do, or something. They or just something. think like the yeah. Astros have a, a nightmare matchup in the NL. Maybe they're just trying to get as many bets from morons in Boston as they can. Because <laughs> I don't know how to make sense of this, but they're not winning this series. They're just not. The Astros are better and cockier than they were last year. Nobody's beating that team. They're good, dog. Fucking Red, Red Sox Live are it good, up, Billy. The Red Sox are really good, I know. But they ha- they do have playoff David Price, who is sure to get shelled at some point. Oh, we, the things... Oh, it's going to be fun to that's, watch. That's going to be an automatic a, W for the Astros. Th- if, if you're not a baseball person, this is basically the two best teams in the league. It's uh, you can't you got to watch this series. It'll be high-scoring and entertaining. When is I game think. one? For game Friday. one for the Astros, I believe, is Saturday. We got Verlander. NL's Friday. Oh, I thought we were Friday. No. Nah. Dodgers-Brewers is the other series. Dodgers are minus 160 to win the series. Uh, Brewers are plus 135. For for the World Series, Dodgers are plus 320. Brewers are plus 370. Obviously, the Dodgers were my World Series pick, so I'm going to stick to that. Them boys is soft. But oh, shit. How are you feeling about uh, the Drag Astros? You, you're pretty confident? Drag I'm pretty them. confident, man. Uh, I don't. How could you not be? Defending champs, they're pretty good, Bill. We're just sweeping out the trash and murders row, trying to get back up. to the World Series, man. And then I'll and then I'll have, you know, a full week of nonstop anxiety and panic, and it'll be hell. So hard to repeat. You gambling man. on every single game for yeah, the Astros? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always laying money on the Astros. Yeah, that's how I've made so much money the last couple of weeks. Really, is just by placing max bets on the Astros over and over. At some point, that's going to stop working. Unless they win. Hopefully not this season. Yeah. That's fair. On to the NBA. We got Jimmy Butler stunting on the uh, the Wolves starters this in practice. This is the best. I love this I shit. love this move. I, I always kind of like Jimmy Butler. Now I love Jimmy Butler. In Butler's first practice with the team since requesting a trade three weeks ago, Jimmy ran uh, with the end of the bench against the rest of the starters and took a W and yelled at his coach in front office saying, you fucking need me. He called Fuck out. Yeah. First of all, he called out. I got into it with Cat, with uh, what's his name? Carl Anthony. Carl Towns. Anthony Towns, dude. For some reason, I can never remember his real name now. You just only call him Cat by K A T. But he got into it with him, and then he starts yelling shit at like the general manager who's in there. That's the guy he was specifically yelling. Yeah. you Thibs? fucking need me. You can't win without me. Isn't Thibs though like the coach no? He's just and the GM. president and coach. He's oh. not the he's not the GM. Okay, uh, did he get demoted or something? So some dudes just getting fried in the control. gym, and then Tibbs is just sitting there having to take it too. Nobody knows what to do. This had to have been the most awkward practice of all time. But I saw I don't know Rachel Nichols interviewed uh, Jimmy last night. They had Shortly this, after. this interview lined up for months, and it happened to be right after he went after his entire team in the front office. It was practice. good, man. It was good. You got to go watch it if you want. He, it he did good. say in the interview, though, that the problems with the T-Wolves are not fixed yet. No, and he they also could said, be, like, this not is yet. straight up, like, his excuse was, look, I haven't played basketball in a while competitively. I'm a very emotional dude. Basketball is my sport. It's like my, my whole life. And I all that emotion that was built up came out. And he said, that's just him. That's just raw him. That's him at his finest or whatever. And, uh, I don't know, but all my people are still holding out hope that this dude ends up being on the Rockets somehow. No chance. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know what the... He's requested one team and one team only. Yeah, we have like 24 players on the on our roster right now, so it seems like Maury's trying to make something happen, but I just don't see a situation in which Jimmy Butler ends up a Rocket. I wish... Dude, I'm because I'm with you. I love this guy. He's yeah. a Texas guy. He's from Tomball. Um, I know he seems to have caused problems in a couple different places he's been, but... 
Man, fuck, dude. You got to get out of Minnesota. That place sucks. Not as a state. The school or the uh, team. That team. I don't like Tibbs. I don't like any of his teams that he's had. I don't like his coaching style, his fucking voice. I don't like him. I'm just not a Tibbs fan. So his kind of, his thing is gonna like run thin. Get free, lately. Jimmy. Like his 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 coaching style is kind of like outdated almost. It does feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I like Jimmy Butler. But yeah. Uh I don't know how I feel about Jimmy Butler. I'm kind of like Dude, he went in there and punked the young boys. That's hilarious. I, I do like that, but he's... I don't like, know if I like his hard ass. Because you know Wiggins is soft. Somebody has to toughen him up a little bit. His brother's chirping fucking Jimmy on, on Twitter. The Wiggins. But also, for the record, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, probably still the best player on that team. Easily, yeah. I I think he goes pretty underappreciated with what he's done in the first few years. It was because he's in Minnesota, dude. Nobody. But everyone thinks he's soft, which he is, kind of. He's not. He doesn't play great defense, but offensively, he is a force. Yeah, he's putting up numbers. He's still young. He's got room to grow on the other side of the ball, for sure. Uh, now, a word from our a uh, new sponsor, a new friend of the program, Ooh. Solus Vapor. Are you tired of spending tons of money on unnecessary, expensive jewel pods every week? I am. Fuck! How'd they know? <laughs> I am. I'm sick of it. Solus Vapor is the vape industry's leading manufacturer of e-liquids and they are completely changing the game e-liquids with solace juice you can refill your pod based vape devices instead of having to constantly buy new pods all at a fraction of the price vape with solace you can get over five times the amount of e-liquid for half the price of a four pack of pods e-liquid that's a tenth of the cost when you switch to solace Solace has a wide selection of 12 unique flavors, including strawberry, lemonade, and vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Their e-liquids are available in different sizes and nicotine strengths. Whatever strength you need, they got it. it. The guys at Solace are giving us a 25% off discount code to take advantage of their products. So just head over to solacevapor.com and use the discount code BACKDOOR at checkout to save 25% off. We should probably spell that. S O L. Now you. A C E. Vapor.com. There's a James Bond movie called Quantum of Solace. God, this is, yeah. You just take the first word from the end of that, and then you add vapor to it, and then dot com. The way Dan was saying it, though, it sounded like soulless vapor. Like they had no soul. Like, which, which isn't a bad name for a, a vapor company, but. Solace. This is Solace. S O L A C E. Vapor.com. Promo back code door. Back door. Back door. 25% off discount. Load up on delicious e-liquids. On to uh, some MMA news. We got Derek Lewis versus Daniel Cormier announced as the heavyweight title uh, fight for UFC 230. So You're not concerned about what this looks like, Micah, Dan, guys who are a little more familiar with the UFC? Derek, Derek Lewis is uh, going to have two fights in a month. Derek... Derek is is the guy who just he's the Houston guy. He's a big old fat man. He just won uh, last yeah. weekend the, the fight where he was. He just said not he doesn't much. have the cardio for five rounds in a title fight. And now he's just signing up for all the fights he possibly can and talking shit to Cormier. Get paid, man. Get I, your money. I, I mean, I get it for sure. I'm just saying I don't know if this fight actually plays out as entertaining. You feel like Cormier just not with Cormier I mean, style. Just, just yeah. to be a hundred percent clear, Joe Rogan asked, "Are you ready for a title shot?" He said, "Hell no! I got to work on my cardio before I'm ready for that." Then three days later, the UFC put him in a title fight three <laughs> weeks from now. But Mike, this is bananas. USA in this hoe. USA, USA in this hoe. That's well, true. There's no doubt about that, dude. Uh, he's the most quotable person in the UFC. That's not Conor. You need Gregor. to follow him on Instagram. His Instagram has it's incredible. Uh, more than doubled. He's become the, a he's a spicy meme lord. Yeah, he is. Or at least whoever like takes over his account just posts all these awesome videos. I, I, I choose to believe that it's actually him. It's actually him yeah. just cutting videos that, in premiere. Instead of doing cardio. Or maybe he's like he's on the fucking treadmill with it on the lowest yeah, just possible on the speed. Machine, just <laughs> yeah, and he's just cranking out memes. memes. Together, working on Photoshop on I his love phone. Derek Lewis, but I don't feel like this is going to go very well for him considering he just openly admitted to not being in good enough shape to you fight. You can say whatever you want to say about Daniel Cormier, that he has boring fights or that he's he does, but somehow he's, he's dominant. He's one of the most legit fighters in history. He also is a very smart fighter. 
Yeah, he knows how to he knows how to work. And people. he's not going to stand and bang with Derek Lewis. No, He'd have to be an no. insane person to do that. <laughs> the Russian no. guy who beat Derek Lewis into the last twenty seconds, and they decided to stand and bang, and then got knocked the fuck out. Learned this. Yes, he did. Just don't do this. I watched. Just take the man to the ground, and that's that's what DC does better than anybody else. Yes. I, I just can't get excited for this fight, and they like each other. Yeah, they, they've built the hype but, on this fight on an interview that happened like two months ago. Where he said, I'm going to knock you out. It was the promotional video. And uh, DC said, why tour. do you not like me? Yeah. And he said, you disrespected Popeye's chicken. It was <laughs> this a, is it a was real a, thing. That was, was a, a real joke. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, we're they were sitting a, right next to each other in the uh, on a joke the promo tour for, I think, was at UFC. Where the Stipe uh, Cormier yeah, fight, whichever whatever one, one that was. Where Naganu fought. Yeah, these dudes are Derek friends, Lewis. man. They're friendly, but De- I mean, Derek Lewis will still knock you out, even if he's friends with you. Yeah, but Cormier is just going to twist his head until he has to tap out and then walk away, and this whole thing will be over. Yeah, he'll probably do that, yeah. Or he'll just kind of like ground and pound. Uh, John Jones uh, has been announced for a fight. <laughs> Disrespected Popeye's chicken. <laughs> I love that. I love Popeye's, by the way. Don't disrespect Popeye's. You can't. You can't disrespect Popeye- Popeye's. Sorry, Some what's the, best what's in the, the other fight? What's the other fight? Uh, well, John Jones, uh, Alexander Gustafsson. Uh, at Who's UFC awesome? 232 in December, uh, they fought back in 2013. It went all five rounds. It was probably one of uh, John Jones' hardest fights as a pro. Uh, so I'm excited for this. John Jones just back in the mix. I didn't even know this motherfucker was still out there trying to throw down. Is he still cheating? I thought he gave up and was just doing steroids and cocaine or whatever. Like what? What? He's still fighting. We still got to care was about John. He suspended for like a year. Two. I think he was suspended for two years originally, and they just cut it down to eighteen months for no reason, and then they backdated it what, to his got, last fight. So he got time off for good behavior somehow. Uh, nobody really knows. No, it's because God. he's. He sells like people. Well, yeah, I know why. Outside of like McGregor, like John yeah. Jones is like the next guy who's right. Who's they can sell to the, like the common man, dude? I'll get, I'll say this about the UFC. Uh, I didn't give a fuck about Khabib before the McGregor fight, and now I will watch him fight every time he fights. He he's so good. Well, now uh, he just posted something on Instagram where he was saying that he uh, if his boy gets cut from the UFC roster, he's going to go too. He's leaving. No, he won't. so the That's guy too that much money in, to leave on the table. No, man. he doesn't care about the money. He he actually doesn't care. Oh right, I forgot. He uh, he's in. He's he's a, he's a different kind of breed. He's a devout Muslim. He's a devout Muslim who lives with he his parents. He also had lunch. Doesn't care about his money. dad had lunch with Putin yesterday. He did. So if you get in good with Putin, you get big money. Did you see the quote from his dad that was like, "Whatever the UFC uh, punishment is, my punishment will be worse." He still lives with his dad. Yeah, his whole family does. His they dad's probably good. just hitting him with a belt right now. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. I'm just saying, they got another superstar out of that dude, in my opinion, because I'll watch that motherfucker fight anybody. Uh, he should just fight a, the, the bear that he used to wrestle when that, he was nine. That, that's the last... You know, they got to keep that at like the bottom of the bag, though, if you're Dana White. like That's the last thing you reach for. Like, all right, ratings are in the toilet. We don't have anybody that's worth watching anymore. It's time to force uh, Khabib to fight a bear. <laughs> I think I have Habib in that fight. I think he beats I think a bear. I do too. I think I do too. I see him snapping the bear, one of the bear's legs, and the, and this is over. He just finds a way to pound, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a video that came out uh, either yesterday or today. Uh, it's the second round of Habib Connor, and it has the full audio, and it's like really close to uh, Habib just smashing Connor, and you can hear they're talking to each other back and forth. And Habib just keeps saying, "You want to talk now? Come on, let's let's talk now. Let's talk now." And just as he's mashing Connor over the head, God. and then after the round, Connor's just like, "It's just business, man. It's just business. Like I'm not trying to fuck around." He's like, like "Please stop attempting to ruin my face." It was a very bad look for Connor, where it's just like, "Yeah, I, I pretty much said all those things about those horrible things about you because I was just trying to hype up fight. the fight." Yeah, no, the I mean, everybody knows that anyway, but but he got the shit beat out of him. The McGregor brand took a massive knock. Even if all of the McGregor stands want to pretend that it didn't, it did. I, I would categorize he, myself as a McGregor stand. And yeah, uh, if he loses again, like back to back, I don't know if he, he just he's did. a sell. Well, okay, back to back UFC I don't, fights. Yeah, UFC fights. Everyone knew he was going to lose. It starts to get really hairy. That's why I think it's a terrible idea to just set up a Khabib, Put him back in there. Connor rematch. He's just going to get rolled again. This dude's clearly much better than him. But at the same time, like. 
this is like the big fight. If he goes in against, I don't know, Nate Diaz three, and they have the third uh, rendition of that match, and Nate Diaz beats Conor McGregor, you can't sell this fight anymore. That's true. Nobody yeah. cares about that. You got it. You got to go. You got to try it. I, so I, I don't know. It. Maybe you give it. McGregor like another tomato can. I don't know, but he needs to get his shit together and train harder than he's ever trained before if he's going to step back in there with Khabib because that dude thoroughly outmatched him. Thoroughly. Like, that was a dominant performance over somebody who's supposed to be the dominant guy it's just not his style he's not he's not very good at like he can't he's not good on the ground but it changed up that fucking style then son because that dude i watched uh the, you know they've been putting up instagram clips and like slow motion of all khabib's best moves and his best uh strikes in that fight dude he pounded that man i mean there are some loud fucked. thuds Fuck just him on the up. skull of Connor. A, a severe beatdown. You can see Connor's facial expressions start to change from like moderately concerned to like, holy shit, I might die in here. And uh, yeah, because it's, it's scary, man. He, his shit talking, he was like, oh yeah, it's just business. Habib was like, he took that. Like I'm gonna fucking kill you in here. Everybody's gonna see it. And then I'm gonna go kill your friends. And then I'm the gonna cage. go take your family out. Yeah, like that. They don't play. And uh, he said some shit he probably shouldn't have said. That I'm sure now. He regrets saying he probably should have gone with a different angle uh, aside from the whole, yeah. hey, Pe you're a terrorist. People were making fun of like, or uh, not making fun of, but they were saying that like Connor was uh, going after like his religion and everything. Yeah. But there, there's a little legitimacy to. Uh, there is. The, 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 the no, 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 no. To the, to the, the shadiness to Habib, around Khabib's The shadiness camp around his manager. And yeah. his camp. Yeah. No, there is for sure. But I mean, you choose to bring that shit out. You better stand up in the ring and, and make something happen, dude. You just got the crap beat out of him. It was a terrible, terrible thing for McGregor fans. Yeah. Uh, we have a hotline. The number is 800-392-6344. Once again, that's 800-392-6344. We have two calls today, uh, so make sure to blow up the hotline so we have more calls for next week. Uh, Micah, go ahead and play that first call. Hey, guys. This is Barrett. Uh, Old Miss alum from Memphis area. I'm just watching Monday Night Football, and it kind of dawned on me: Does Jay Gruden look a lot like Patrick Reed? I mean, I've never really had a problem with Jay Gruden, but his face makes me want to punch him now. I don't know, Dylan. You know, you're a super agonizer. Anyways, y'all keep up what you're doing. I love it. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture what Jay Gruden looks like. That was he, a great call. He's just got a fat face. <laughs> does everybody with a fat face look like Patrick Reed? Yes. Look, <laughs> he has. He does look a little bit like Patrick Reed. He has the. the he's. It, they're vanilla white guys, right? So just a little bit chubby in the face, and then uh, not a whole lot of exciting features going on outside of that. They're both generally handsome guys, I guess. Sort of. You know, not, neither one of them is hideous. They're just uh, average fucking white guys. Okay, um, I'm pulling up. Okay, yes, Jay Gruden. Gruden, ah. when he has more weight on, is looks more like Patrick Reed. Right now, he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit more fit. I, I can think. see, I can see what he's talking about. Yeah, you he looks a little it. like Patrick Reed. Sure. You can see it, yeah. but it's just vanilla white dudes. Yeah, it's just guys who don't have good jawlines. Yeah, yeah. It's like you look he's got like a trash jawline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the worst. I think the worst jawline in sports is probably my my coach, Josh Heupel. <laughs> oh yeah, who has just an awful jawline. I don't know what happened to him. He was a Division he, One. quarterback. He's an ugly man. That's what happened to him. <laughs> he is. But good, damn good coach. Uh, Micah, go ahead and play the next call. Listen, this is trash. This is Jack from Ohio. I'm just saying, uh, McGregor's a fucking clown. Did he say this is trash? That's what he led with. He introduced himself as trash accidentally. <laughs> That's unfortunate. For and it's, it's called drop. Listen, this is trash. This is Jack from Ohio. I'm just saying, uh, McGregor's a fucking clown. Um, I've hated him since day one. And him assaulting Khabib's religion, uh, saying things, pouring out whiskey, trying to tell him to drink the whiskey. Trash. Absolutely trash move. Can't tolerate it. Uh, dude got his ass beat, gets what he deserves. I understand he's the most uh, entertaining UFC fighter. Uh, entertaining? Oh, you're the most entertaining? Oh, you're not the best. Uh, you got your ass beat by McGregor, money team, and you insulted someone's religion, and you got what you deserved, and keep getting knocked out, lost 
three of your last four fights. So keep going, bud. Love the pod. Thank you. Look, the only way you can get away with being as obnoxious as McGregor is is if you win. Because mm-hmm. when you start to lose, then you, st- people you, like, tune you out. like an idiot and people yeah. don't care anymore and you fade away. I'll say this, though. There's the other side of it, which is that what uh, this caller, uh, you start to get the, the you reap the rewards of the hate, too, because people start to hate you more and then they want to see you fight so that somebody can kick your ass. Right. So it's, it goes both ways. What was this caller's name? Jack? Trash, trash. Hey, trash. All I have to say is, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is this <laughs> guy? Conor McGregor gives a shit that you don't like him? No. Trash guy? Fuck you, trash man. Leave your fucking weak takes at home. No. But his, his act will get old, is what I'm saying, if, if, if he yeah. doesn't win. win. You yeah, have to maybe. win if you're going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. But I, I mean, this Conor is UFC. In, Everyone but loses. The, the thing other is, Connor, in addition to being a very entertaining talker, has been a wildly entertaining fighter over yeah. the years, too. Yes, there he is has. a reason we want to watch this guy fight. And part of it is that he's incredible and he wears these suits and he talks a lot of he shit. Has, but he has great finishes. But all of his fights, even the ones that he's lost, have been been entertaining. That's true. And uh, most of the fights have been wildly entertaining. He fights like nobody else. He has a unique style. He looks like a fighting Irishman cartoon. Yes. He's, he's, uh, more people are excited. It's, there's and, more to him than just the shit. Okay, and but, he's not like scared of like any fight because... And he's he, he had a murder rows of, a murder's row of, of fighters. He hadn't fought for two years, and he's just like, you know what? I'll go against the best in the world right now. I'll go against Habib. But pretending that it doesn't matter if he wins or loses is no, crazy. Ma- it definitely like, matters. He, he needs to be winning to stay relevant because it just it just won't be the same. Need to, a Dylan, to Dylan's point, it's a little mix up. of everything that everybody's just said. It's not one particular take that's correct or anything like that. But it's he just can't go against wrestlers. He can't do it. Yeah, he either needs to do a better job of picking opponents or or some, it's the reason it's a bad look the Khabib thing is cuz he went so hard at the dude with personal stuff. With Mayweather it was more funny shit. He was like, "Look at this man. He can't even fucking read." Well, they had all the racial stuff. I called people him boy pe- a lot. People but he just kind of like ran racist. with that. That's yeah. just how Irish talk. Right. And it was mostly funny shit with Mayweather, like insulting his intelligence, insulting. Plus, his, you could tell, like, his, his stature on the side. Him and Mayweather are just kind of like buddy buddy. We're gonna get so fucking rich yeah. off this. Yeah, with Khabib, it was genuine. Like, fuck this man. He's a terrorist. His family's terrorists. He was just trying to go through the script, and Habib was like, "No, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm gonna kill you, dude. This is not cool. You can't say shit like that." It just got too personal, and then he got his ass kicked. So it didn't work out. It didn't look good, and. uh that's not to say that McGregor's not smart enough to adjust his strategy so that it's so that he's a little more covered in the future than he was in this fight. I just didn't understand the strategy for this fight going in. Like you knew this was going to happen. Like this is what Habib Man, wanted to like do. Man, it's like he expected to be able to get a couple shots in at the beginning of each round so that he could keep Khabib on his heels. They were saying like we expected to be taken down in the first round and then just like not tire ourselves out by just not doing anything. Just like if you get oh taken down, God. you don't get back up. Well, the thing we what that kept happening is like Khabib would get him on his back or on the ground or whatever, and most of the time, what those wrestlers wrestlers will do there is just wear you out, wear you out, make you work, wear you out, lay on top of you, use their body weight. Khabib was standing up and dropping bombs on his face. He wasn't just trying to wear him out. He was trying to kill him, and uh, he did. He, he, he might have. I mean, he lived, but he, he killed him in the ring. Mm-hmm. Octagon, whatever shape it is. Quick uh, program uh, alert. No, or not alert. Programming alert? Programming note? <laughs> programming note. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll record next week on Tuesday instead of Monday because I will be – Current driving back from Arizona. On yeah, you'll be making the six hundred hour drive back through the desert to get thirteen to, hours. Uh, it's not bad. Oh, okay, I, that's nothing to me. I like driving. I got to get pa- Patrick's re- Patrick Reed's face was still on my screen. Ugh. Man, he makes me unhappy. Got to get him. Make your background. Yeah, he he really does. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars, of course. Tell a friend about the show. You need to grow this. And if you don't, you can't listen on iTunes or you don't want to listen on iTunes, we are also available on Spotify. So check us out on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. That's huge. Love it. Yeah. You guys have any shots? Nah. Shout out to Spotify for getting us in the game. Appreciate it. Took a fucking year and a half. 
Please don't take us out. Let us stay. I have no shouts. Not one. Oh. No one's deserving this week. Shouts to anybody that just gives me some recommendations, either food, uh, some cool spots to stop on the way to Arizona or on the way back. So, yeah, preemptive shouts. Shouts to the movie Raising Arizona. Classic Cage? comedy. Classic, classic comedy. Anti-shouts to uh, whoever wrote the Euro Trip script. Uh, yeah. It was a different time. You should have left the, all the raping out of the movie. Dude, too many rapings. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, we got to end with something other than that. I mean, shouts he, to... He shouts to uh, Scotty, who closes in a uh, confessional with the, the girl that he, uh, he's he in does. love with. Shouts yeah. to Matt Damon for somehow convincing himself that appearing in that movie was a good idea. Damn, that was the only consensual sex in the whole movie. Was in a confessional, yeah. <laughs> in a church. Or that movie's the fucked The Vatican, up. right? That movie's really fucked yeah. up. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Let's win some money. I think we close on that. Good luck to everybody this weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>